Já viu o rico namorar pobre? Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to everyone's favorite podcast. And if you don't know, this is three of what is well actually this is one of what is three episodes left in season two it's bittersweet we're on season two is yes it? we're in season two i'm tired <laughs> no i understand it i mean for those of you at home you may not be aware of how much work it really is to produce a podcast but we do it because we love it we like to deliver the messy news to you in a way that is completely inaccurate so thank you for coming on this journey with us we appreciate it thank you so much absolutely while we're all working these full-time jobs in this capitalist world don't worry we'll be paid soon we're gonna kiss those jobs (laughs) goodbye honey yeah and then shane can go frolic in the wilderness with his dog jack all he wants pensacola paul except i wasn't in pensacola i was in blue ridge which is country. Oh, is it? Oh my God, Blue Ridge! Are you kidding me? Yeah, North Georgia. Oof. Um, the Blue Ridge Mountains look beautiful, and I have to tell you something, Shane. This made me fucking die laughing. So, me and Shane have a very like, and Sherry have a long-standing kind of. I wouldn't say it's a wager. It's just kind of we've stated it as a fact. Black people don't go hiking. <laughs> that is, but it, it is what it is. I <laughs> i can't believe you're bringing that up i'm sorry but this is why i have to give you backstory so we have constantly said to shane like black people don't go hiking we've constantly checked on him like have you seen any black people hiking he confirms no he has not so i have a a very good friend sherry i didn't even tell you this jessica's moving here in a couple weeks what i know it's about to get really real and very well i can't see her anyway but i'm glad she's moving here I know it's going to be exciting. Um, Shane, you don't know Jessica. You will meet her soon. She's amazing. But Jessica was talking about how she's moving here from New York. She's so excited. She can't wait to be in the great outdoors. Jessica is also a melanated person, AKA black. Um, And my former roommate was like, Oh yeah, like we can go hiking or whatever. And like, Jessica, you know, she's so polite and nice. She was like, yeah, I mean, I, I I could try that. Like, that could be cool. And they were like, yeah, like, we can all go. And Shane, just so you know, I was like, I'm going to be upfront with you guys. I'm not going simply because I have an outstanding wager where I've said that Black people don't go hiking. So if I go hiking, I'm fucking that up. Like, I can't physically go. So y'all have fun. Let me know how it is. Just to keep up appearances, you will not see my Black ass on the trails. Okay. Wait, first of all, I said that you don't see black people hiking. And Shane was like, no, but I saw a black person out there. And I then qualified it and said, was that black person with a white person? And he said, yes. And I said, see, you will never see a black person in the woods by them damn selves. That's no reason. a recipe for disaster. There's no, I'm not going out there with a seasoned white friend. I'm definitely right. not going out there alone, bitch. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> I was a Girl Scout. We went camping, but it's like what is affectionately known as glamping. We had ca- cabins. There were showers. Like it was very much a house that was happened to be like outside in the middle of a place with not as many houses. Like it really wasn't camping for real. And that's about the extent of my experience with the great outdoors. I, yes. Yes. So Shane, I really hope that you enjoyed your experience in the wilderness because we will not be out there with you. Okay. It is unsafe. (laughs) And in North Georgia, I I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. It's scary (laughs) place. I, no, I, I just know that it's true. There's a homosexual up there in this random ass like cabin, and like this little, it was like a little like tiny cabin. And there was a point where I was driving through those backwoods. I was, I was losing service. I had no more cell service anymore, and all I saw was Trump, make America great again, Confederate flags, and I went, hmm. If I'm gonna be honest with you, though, I have looked away and looked at into staying in one of those getaway houses. I feel like those—that's not camping for real. Like those are little houses. No, but now it's you're not telling camping me at that. All. 
oh, that's camping kind of to me, but okay. <laughs> I mean, Ooh, it's like you said, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a queen size bed. There is a shower, there's hot water, there's a fridge, there is a, a like furnace. It's basically what you would describe that you did in little Girl Scouts, except you just don't have cell service. Yeah, I don't know about the cell service thing. If I'm there with a big, strong, sexy man who can protect me, then maybe. But other than that, I mean, I y'all mean, know I'm little. Like, there's no way I'm fighting off a predator. Like, they're just going to take she be but little, run. she is fierce. Exactly. True. I've seen you fight. I've seen you fight people. Now, no, now, Sherry, we don't talk about that Rosie in the places. You fought Rosie the Riveter. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> you I said, hold we on. told that story. <laughs> On I, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Why I did. You I was in me? rare form. I was in rare form, you guys. I'm truly a lady. I don't believe in fighting. Oh, another thing to mention. I guess there's a few things that happened this week. Um, well, first of all, today, the day that we are recording this, is Sherry and I's 10th anniversary of friendship to the day. Who knew that September 1st was the day that my beloved Sherry walked into my life and forever changed me. I love you so much, Sherry. Girl, it's not September 1st. Oh, I thought you posted that the day that you took it. I did, but that was our first tagged photo together. The, right. our, the first day we met was like 10 years ago, the first day of school, which was like August 23rd. Are you sure? Very. I looked up the school calendar the other day. Oh so my god! Why didn't you fucking so say lame. something? You let you let the anniversary come and go. Girl, you, I, no, I, you didn't honestly, forget. You went out of your way to look it up. I I forgot to tell you. <laughs> right, <laughs> Shane. Forgot. Exactly. I, so that's completely my B. Like, sorry. There. Who else's B would it be? Of course, it's your B. I just said sorry. Does she want me to give my arm? I don't know what else to do. <laughs> listen i'm not easily coaxed so you can try to figure that one out um i feel like there was something else that i was going to mention to you guys but i forgot now i said other things that happened this week what were we talking about can i mention something yeah so i have been having really bad luck getting takeout from places i don't know if it's the way that they store the food or if the food has salmonella and e coli at the same time but today i did take out from a mediterranean place i was like i want a euro and i got a lamb euro with tabbouleh and literally less than 30 seconds (laughs) i knew you were gonna laugh (laughs) i knew you were gonna laugh that's why i said let me put it on the podcast less than 30 seconds after eating this euro and tabbouleh my ass was throwing up huge chunks of my meal. I was so pissed. So, um, first of all, I spent so much money on that and I wanted to eat it. Second of all, how dare you poison me? Third of all, Amanda's laughing because in college, we used to go to the Oaks Mall. If you are in Gainesville, Florida, or ever went to UF, you know the Oaks Mall. And we used to get terrible ass. I was literally... <laughs> Amanda, I knew you would laugh. So we used to get terrible ass. <laughs> Amanda, let me tell the story. So we used to get terrible ass Chinese food. This also happened at a Panera Bread once. It was so embarrassing. So, so I ate this terrible ass Chinese food, and I looked at Amanda, who was sitting next to me, <laughs> and I said to her. I'm about to throw up. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God. Let's go to <laughs> let's go to the bathroom. <laughs> I have to stop. Like <laughs> we've been through some shit. Like, this was actually bad. Like, I was like, no, I'm about what to throw up right now. Is it there are literally tears streaming down my face? <laughs> I can't. Like, so I looked at Amanda and I said to her, I'm about to throw up. She goes, okay, well, let's go to the bathroom. And less than five seconds later, I throw up in my takeout container. And she goes, oh. everyone's looking at me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Amanda is <laughs> And I run to the bathroom. There's throw up following me over there and everyone's like is she okay what's going on (laughs) no i I swear this and amanda i don't know if you remember this but then 
all of those situations. It happened again at a Panera Bread. It happened within like Do a month. Do I remember? Do I remember? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> course, I remember. Amanda was like, "That's what you fucking get for eating all of this weird ass food at the same time." Except this time, I was pissed off because I prepared myself to eat this fucking gyro. So I think that I got food poisoning at some point and threw up immediately. Like I didn't even have a chance to like let the bile from my stomach digest the food. It came straight up. And my esophagus is not the same. Like, I'm not okay. (laughs) I'm not even joking. I'm so sorry, Sherry. I literally have not laughed that hard in such a long time. Bitch, you fucking threw up in the middle of the mall food court. <laughs> in the middle of lunchtime in yes. Florida with yes. people sitting right next to us. They were so confused. Shane, <laughs> this bitch proceeded to fucking throw up a trail of vomit to the bathroom. <laughs> and it was so embarrassed to be with me. And, I was like, and I'm so- sitting there at the table with her fucking throw up container. Like, I can't. You have to put it in the trash. <laughs> yes, Oh my god. Damn, Honestly, we knew that we were bringing back royalty this week. What the fuck? Right. That's not even oh royalty. God. That's just how I'm doing this week. We ask every week, how are you doing today? I'm fucking awful. Okay? Everything sucks. <laughs> Sherry, that was such <sighs> a good trip down memory lane. Wow, what a great way to commemorate our 10 years of friendship. Yeah. That is funny as fuck bitch oh my god oh man that just took me out okay well i guess we're off to a great start with the fucking episode this shit is hilarious honestly oh sherry that was too funny okay but speaking of other things that are um kind of funny in a way that i'm like i don't know if i want to laugh because this is my girl but what is going on with adele I posted this on my IG stories and I said, what in the Aki and Saltfish is going on here? Not the Aki and Saltfish. What in the Aki and Saltfish? I say it again. What happened? Amanda, tell us, tell us what the picture entails because we are all very confused. I wish I could explain it. All I know is that Adele, <laughs> I don't know what she was doing. She, I guess it was from... The not, it was from Notting Hill Carnival, I think, last year or this year. Who the fuck knows? She's wearing a Jamaican flag bikini, which you know immediately pink, piqued my interest um, because I love anything that has to do with Jamaica, but I also love Carnival because it's like all of the Caribbean. She's wearing that. Well, you were in for a surprise. And she has random Bantu knots in her hair, like Scary Spice circa 1997. But then she's also wearing really tiny carnival wings. Like, I've never seen them that size before. Like, they're children's size or something. And it's really the expression on her face that confused the shit out of me because i'm like was this an unexpected picture like i don't know what's going on all of it is so strange and she's being dragged on the internet for it i just girl i love you girl you know i love you sis but what the fuck is going on i want to say this when i first saw that picture i was convinced it was Katy perry so i proceeded to drag her like she was Katy perry no. Because that's something Katy Perry would do. <laughs> she probably has done it. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. It's definitely something that she would do. Absolutely. Does her face not look like Katy Perry in that photo? Absolutely. I don't want to 100%. admit it. I don't want to admit it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. See? So I was just hella confused because then I had to switch my brain that this was, I set fire to the rain Adele. I was so confused. Yeah, it was definitely um, very, very strange. It was giving me, um, I don't know where I am and what's going on. It was just, it was interesting, to say the least. Um, What really got me, so 
cultural appropriation claims are being thrown out there versus cultural appreciation. What I don't appreciate is her doing all three of those things at the same time. And then looking so weird in the photo. Like, <laughs> how are you appreciating something when you look like you're literally pilfering a lollipop from somebody? I, what? Like, so the Bantu knots looked clean. So it's not, I think she prepared those Bantu knots for that event. Then she's wearing the Jamaican flag bikini. And then those little carnival feathers. Like, why all three? Why? I can't speak to that. I can't speak to that. I don't know why all three. I will say something that I like about carnival culture. And for those of you who are new to this podcast or maybe don't know a lot about Caribbean people, carnival is something that in the Caribbean we celebrate together and you introduce people like through the Caribbean diaspora, we've introduced people who may not be Caribbean to this celebration. It's really a celebration of Caribbean culture and music and style and Caribbean people. We're very unique. We're very much proud of where we come from. So Notting Hill Carnival is one of those kind of global carnivals that's come out of the Caribbean diaspora. There's Carabana in Toronto, Notting Hill Carnival, you have Miami Carnival, Atlanta Carnival, all of that. And I appreciate when non-Caribbean people engage in these events because that's really what it's about. We're introducing people to how great we are. So I don't personally take issue with her participating. I do want to know what the expression on her face means. I'm confused. Whoever her publicity team is no longer exists because they got fired, clearly. Why is that photo posted? If you scroll through the rest of her IG, it's perfectly curated concert shots. How did this random selfie that's kind of blurry get a nod? You mean a not? Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Stop, Stop it. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> Post get a Bantu knot. <laughs> Did you guys see the meme that the girl posted where it was it was like her next to the Cynthia doll from Rugrats? Yes. I Ooh, did. Yes. Poor Adele. Oi, I feel so Poor bad. Cynthia. My my Poor favorite <laughs> are them remixing her lyrics with dance hall lyrics. Those are my favorite. Did you see the one that was like I set fire upon the river, upon the bank. I said, no. <laughs> I saw that. No. I also saw me opposite fire to the rain. And I died. <laughs> I said, you know what? You're by Jamaican people everywhere. But you know, in true Jamaican form, Jamaicans are just happy to be mentioned in the mainstream media, period. Adele's wearing a Jamaican bikini. You know, all of the whole island reposted the picture like, yes, big up Jamaica. Blah, blah, blah. So... Whatever. I, I'm fine with her celebrating the culture. I just wish the photo was better. All of it was strange. There was nobody else there. I'm like, is it right. by your weirdest elf? part? Like- right. <laughs> Did you show up? I just want to know the backstory because I want to to feel better about this. I want to. I just don't. It's something is off. Like, are you safe, Adele? What's going on? Oh, no. Don't start this. Don't start saving I I mean, what's going on? Like, it's just very strange. Yes, it is. Um, But that's something that definitely that happened this week. But that's all fun and games. Um, We would be remiss without discussing the tragic events of this past week. The ever so tragic passing of Chadwick Boseman. Honestly, I've not been able to get it off of my mind since the day that it happened. I don't know if it's because it was so sudden or what, but it's just weighing on me for sure. I got one of my friends had like texted me, um, just texted me Chadwick Boseman with a frown face. And I, I, I knew what that meant. And I immediately went, Oh no. And looked it up. I was looking it up expecting to see like car crash or accident or something sudden. And then to learn that, he's been battling colon cancer and, and how secretive that that's been for years. I mean, while he's doing black Panther and while, you know, doing something as demanding as that, like to be undergoing chemo and surgeries in the middle of all that, like, Oh, like it's so, so sudden. 
Um, one of the most striking remembrances was from what is it? The Five Bloods. Was that the last movie he was in? Yeah, yeah. Spike Lee. Uh, this is Spike Lee. Yeah. Well, one of his Spike Lee joints. Oh, well, that's Spike Lee joint. Um, one of his co-stars had mentioned to his wife, because she was like, what's Chad McBoseman like on set? And he said to his wife, and he got on, it looked like a foreign talk show, to say that he regretted saying this. He said, I feel like he's a little precious. I feel like the fame of Black Panther has gotten to him because every time he would get off set, there would be a masseuse rubbing his back. Um, his wife would be holding his hand. Someone would be rubbing his feet. And he felt so bad because he did not know, and he was his co-star, that he had stage four colon cancer. And he was on that talk show crying. It was so sad. And he he said, I would take it back. I would take it back. I think that is a great lesson for life. Like, you just don't, and I'm guilty of this too, you don't know what someone is going through or battling in their private life and um especially with celebrities i mean we think we are entitled to know every single detail of their lives and that's just not the case there are human beings that are entitled to privacy as well so it's like a great reminder that we should always be leading with kindness and maybe not assume the worst from every single person that we meet this is coming from me that's literally my toxic trait so i'm gonna try not to do that but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so sad. And it's like, we see him as a superhero because he was T'Challa, but it's like, this man was superhuman in his ability to film some, like, groundbreaking films while he was in and out of surgery for his cancer treatment and chemo. I'm like, it's shocking. I also, just like on that note, I mean, it's a good point that you make, but at the same time, I, like... I guarantee you that he probably thought he was just, you know, poking fun at a friend and a co-star. I mean, and I think as humans, we're always going to look for with our peers and our friends that we're going to look for ways to to poke fun. And I'm sure he thought he was just, you know, making a little joke about how, you know, he's gotten to be big shot because he's Black Panther and all this stuff. And I mean, at the end of the day, like because of how and, and I mean, you and I were talking about this before, but like, I think that there's something to be said about the privacy that he chose to live with this. And I, I can't, I can't blame him for that because I mean, with something as scary as colon cancer, I mean, he's probably living under the impression that it, it, you know, if, if, if it's not, then it could be potentially terminal. And at that point, like, I don't want to be treated differently by people. I don't want to be looked at as this like little, you know, like just ticking clock. And there's obviously going to be things that come along with that, that people aren't going to understand because they don't know the whole story. And I think the, just for him to keep that private, just for the sake of, you know, living the most full life that he could and with his co-stars and with his peers and with his family, I think that's such a just testament to him as a person. And um, uh. actually one of his quotes uh, from the Howard graduation where he was a speaker he said something, or maybe it wasn't, I'm not sure. You know, I report inaccurately sometimes. Uh, well, he said something. We're all guilty, that, girl. We're yeah. all gu- I've caught myself okay. many times when I listened like, to an episode back and said, oh, that was entirely incorrect. But thank God I never claimed to be a journalist. Right. So um, he said something to the effect, when we pass, I hope that all of the talents that we have are used something to that effect. I'm misquoting it, of course, but essentially that if you have a talent that by the time you pass away, that talent should be used in the world completely. You should have given that all away. And that's how he lived uh-huh. his life. He said something to that effect. Um, and he did because when he was filming all of his major works, he had at least stage three colon cancer. That's incredible. You know, I think for me, another huge takeaway of this, and it's like, we talk about him for the image he was to black people. And I'll touch on that in a second, but he really is an inspiration to everyone because it just goes to show you can do so much in such a small time of your life. It's like, 
I think what 42 came out in like maybe 2015. It's like the fact that he did though so many iconic films in such a short amount of time just goes to show how much we all can do with our own lives. And it's just something I think about often too, because I'll get caught up in like, man, I'm not where I want to be in my career and I'm not getting any younger and I'm feeling like I'm trying so hard and I don't know if it'll ever happen. And it's like, well, you don't need a ton of time. It could happen for me tomorrow and I could really make a difference in the world in such a short amount of time. It's just inspirational. It truly is inspirational to see how much we can do as human beings in this life. Well said. Very true. Bingo. You better preach, girl. Now, y'all don't don't get me on a roll because y'all know I love to preach. I'll sit up here and talk all damn day. Don't let me do it. <laughs> That's why you started a podcast. I mean... <laughs> True. I was my teddy bears were tired of listening to me talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I something that we can't we can't leave this topic without discussing is just what a monumental figure he was to black people. And at such a young age, like he reached the heights of like almost a Denzel of almost the Samuel L and it's like now with his passing, he's definitely up there with the greats and it's wild because he was so young. He has done so much for the advancement of the black image in this country that he, I mean, he deserves a medal of honor. Honestly, he was Jackie Robinson. He was James Brown He was Thurgood fucking Marshall. He was T'Challa, our our first black superhero ever. It's like, damn, I can't imagine the pressure of all of that black excellence on your back while you're also battling a serious illness. But he did it with such grace and such finesse and with the smile on his face. And it's just like, I'll never forget what it was like going to see Black Panther as a grown adult and crying my fucking eyes out. Because I saw people like me on the in on a fucking big ass movie screen, and we weren't secondary characters. This was a movie about us. That was a, such a life changing experience for me. Like I could cry now talking about it because it was just. I saw it four times in movie in the movie theater because I just wanted to relive that feeling again of feeling like I was important. And it's like, you think about that for yourself. I mean, you also think about it with like kids. I mean, kids growing up and, you know, little black boys looking up to T'Challa and like little black girls getting to look up to like Shuri and like just all these characters. And like, I mean, black kids, white kids, just kids of all types celebrating the black culture that is so prominent. So at the heart of Black Panther as like a celebration. And I mean, he's the, I mean, he's literally the face of it. Like, Uh, And he did it with such grace. It's not even mm -hmm. like he was just the face of it. And it was like, okay, I mean, he was the face of it. Like, no, he was amazing. I can't imagine anybody else on earth being T'Challa. Yeah. Ugh, what a seriously tragic loss. And I just, I hope he knows and that he knew how much he's changed the status quo for actors in this country, for black actors, because we were constantly told that black people don't sell movies. Black Panther was breaking records. They were, they were fucking bringing money to the bank more than any movies had. And it's just like, that has opened doors for me and people like me and where, yeah, now people will look at me and say, well, maybe we should give her a chance. She's not going to plummet our ticket sales. Maybe she'll increase them because black people watch movies too. I saw on Twitter, I don't know the names because why would I? Um, Because I don't know how to report well. Um, Of this Asian actor who said, I am nothing without Chadwick Boseman. And how he created a niche for Asian actors. And I think that's awesome. He said, I would not be here without him. I don't even know what the movie was that he worked on with him. Because I don't have the accurate information. But I think that's awesome as well. He did it for the Black community. He did it for the Asian community. And I think those 
waves will continue to permeate for a long, long time. Long, long time. Was that for Yasuke, which is the, the samurai movie that he was working on? I think it is. I think so. Yasuke? I, I yeah. have no idea, probably. Yeah, I think overall, what I take from this is the importance of just living a good life and being a good person and doing what you want to do. And that Howard speech, he even talks about how he was basically blacklisted from Hollywood because he worked, he was working on a TV show and they wanted him to play like, you know, a stereotypical black character. And he started asking the producers questions like, well, where's, where is my dad? Like, why isn't my dad in the picture? And they didn't really have an answer. Or like, what's going on with my mom? And then gave him like a stereotypical answer. Like, well, she's on drugs. And he's like, I mean, I guess. But there's no redeeming qualities of this character. Like, nobody would want to play this character and be able to do it well. And he went through a period of time as an actor where nobody wanted to work with him for that. But it's like, without him standing up for himself, we wouldn't have jackie robinson in 42 we wouldn't have james brown and get on up you know like it just is so important to live an authentic life and it's just it's such a reminder because i think a lot of times for actors we think like well if i don't take that maybe i don't get anything ever again this is such a good example of well that's probably not true something better for you is on the horizon my favorite part is that his kids and his wife and his extended family have fond movies to remember him by. And they can watch him and just remember Chadwick Boseman's legacy. That's all I could think about when he passed. I'm like, I'm glad that they have those. I just, for me, this was such a profound loss and I just, can't help but think that it has to be for some type of a reason and definitely for me it has sparked a kind of i don't know a new outlook on life like a new way to be living he'll be sorely missed for sure All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, um, you know, get our pet back after that solemn segment. Um, And Sherry has some piping hot tea for us when we return after this break. And welcome back to Selah Thompson. Okay, it's Sherry here with some juicy, juicy news. If you have not heard or know about the fan, the the fan, know about the site OnlyFans. OnlyFans is a subscription service where you can subscribe to someone's content, which is what word should I use? I'm looking for a good word. Titillating. Yes. Titillating content. Titillating. Um, titillating. Is the word. It really is the right. right word. <laughs> Thank you so I much, you guys. Damon go on there and just post their <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> so okay. Well, I was I was trying. Okay, I'm trying to keep it classy. Okay, because OnlyFans, <laughs> a lot of people are making a lot of money because of their yes. own personal content that mm-hmm. people subscribe to. Enter Bella Thorne. You may remember Bella Thorne, the Disney Channel. Channel. Can I talk today? Oh my god, the Disney Bitch, are Channel. Are you good over there? No, because I just puked my brains out before recording this. <laughs> You sound like you're getting ready to do it again. (laughs) I know. Like, I'm not okay. Like, my esophagus is, like, raw. Ugh. You guys. I've been drinking milk, like, trying to coat it. I don't know. Anyway, so, Bella Thorne, who you may know from Gotta Shake It Up, right? Is that the name of it? With Zendaya? It's just called Shake It Up. Oh, shit. (laughs) Gotta Kick It Up is Gotta Kick It Up? (laughs) Oh, See, but that's also another Disney Channel movie. Okay, so Shake It Up that had young Zendaya and Bella Thorne. And they were dancers and stuff. Fine. Well, like most Disney Channel stars, Bella Thorne aged up and she got super provocative. She actually directed a porn. Super random. She's only like 23, I think. Anyway, so... Bella Thorne decides to hop on the platform. She claims that she was doing research for a role. 
Which role? We don't know. Because the director of said role said that that role doesn't exist. She hops on OnlyFans and she charges everybody $20 to subscribe to her channel. Then people receive a message. It's a pay-per-view message. OnlyFans describes that as for you to see what the message entails, whether it be the text or the picture, you have to pay a certain amount of money. For her, she was charging $200 to view this message that she sent out to her subscribers. And she said that she was going to be nude. So people said, okay, let me pay my little $200 and see Bella Thorne nude. Except when they got the photo, she was not nude. She was in lingerie. People were livid. They immediately wanted their money back. So they started refunding, 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 refunding. Get Because she made in one day, she made a million dollars. The next week she had... Ha, 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 back up really quickly. A million dollars? Million dollars, girl. Million dollars. For pictures in lingerie? I guess a lot of people also subscribe to her because you also Let have to go ahead and start in only make your only fans girl you better I gotta a million stop, dollars I gotta stop sending all my picks for free Why yeah, you first of all that's <laughs> that's, that's, that's middle school shit no one does that shit anymore at least get a cash <laughs> app venmo <laughs> all these near, Zell, all these resources all these fucking cash you're on still Grindr, I'll send people free. a pay-per-view message and i'll say if you want to view this grinder message <laughs> you're gonna have to pay for it you gotta pay that's <laughs> hello that's that? sex work oh 100 and it is a business and like the people on OnlyFans, which i'm sure is the reason why they're pissed is that it is a career and it's serious it is a career absolutely and they like, work for it aka sex work so then people are demanding their money back Mind you, she had cre- she had made $2 million in the span of a week. I'm sure OnlyFans does not have that revenue on hand, so they had to refund all these things to all of these subscribers, which resulted in OnlyFans changing their structure. OnlyFans used to pay out their patrons and workers weekly. Now you get up to 30 days because they have to clear the payment in case someone wants to refund. You used to be able to tip unlimited. Now you can only tip someone $100. Um, to have a pay-per-view me- message, I believe there wasn't a cap. Now there's a cap of $50. People are livid. They have changed the way that you get your paycheck. So you used to get paid every week. Now you're getting paid every month. Now you're getting paid less because people can't tip you. You can't set the rates that you could set before. And it's all Bella Thorne's fault. She fucked it up. So, then so Bella Th- is she mm-hmm. in the witness protection program? Because if she fucked up my money, there's no way yeah. I'm not whooping this bitch's ass. Are you fucking kidding me? Right. I have to wait a month for my check to come in? No. And you're capping my money now because a hoe wants to literally scam people on this app? I That's don't see <laughs> a situation where she doesn't get her ass beat. I'm sorry. I don't see I don't see how this could end without her getting fucked up. Yeah. So Bella Thorne, she, like I said before, claimed that she was doing research. She said, I'm going to read her apology, which is a mess, by the way. She should be, I feel more eloquent with the way that she speaks, especially if you're issuing an apology. You should have had your publicity team release this because this apology is unacceptable to me. I will read it to you. I wanted to remove the stigma behind sex, sex work, and the negativity that surrounds the word sex itself by bringing a mainstream face to it. And that's what I was trying to do, to help bring more faces to the site, to create more revenue for content creators on the site. I wanted to bring attention to the site. The more people on the site, the more likely of a chance to normalize the stigmas. And in trying to do this, I hurt you. I have risked my career a few times to remove the stigma behind sex work, porn, and the natural hatred people spew. I wrote and directed a porn against the highbrows of my peers and managers because I wanted to help with the stigma behind sex. I am a mainstream face. And when you have a voice, a platform, you try to use you 
what? No, that's what she said. I thought I was stupid. No, she's stupid. You try to use you in helping others and advocate for something bigger than yourself. Again, in this process, I hurt you. And for that, I'm truly sorry. P.S. I'm meeting with OnlyFans about the new restrictions to find out why. Three exclamation points. This is fucked up and I'm sorry. Comment any ideas or concerns you want brought up to OnlyFans and send me your links and a pic so I can promote you guys. Okay. What? <laughs> Hold on a second. She's saying, let me know your ideas for OnlyFans as if this meeting is not about to be OnlyFans serving her some goddamn court papers. Literally. Thank you. Yeah. I was about to get there. I was about to get there. Sounds like a class action lawsuit to me. <laughs> I'm going to be talking about OnlyFans on behalf of all of you. Y'all, people on OnlyFans are pissed at you for that. Like, you did that. You scammed people. And now they don't Le- have a career out of it anymore because they can't make the same money they were making. Legitimate Ugh. scam. So speaking of scam, so let's talk about the pay-per-view message, right? I'm glad you brought this up. Because a lot of people were like, how did you know she was going to be naked? There's a screenshot that someone has posted. Vulture... Is it magazine? Vulture magazine? Is that what they are? Or are they just Vulture? It's a Vulture article. Anyway, they posted a screenshot and it says OnlyFans.com, blah, 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 blah. And someone said before they paid the money on the pay-per-view message, naked? Naked? Yes, naked. That's what the account sent. They said, how naked is the question for $200? Whoever... Bella Thorne was, and her account responded, no clothes naked, winky, smiley face. Girl, bye. She's in lingerie. Straight up lying and fucking up people's bag in the meantime. Fuck up your own bag fucking up up their whole careers because you think that you are mainstream enough that, honey, there are porn stars that are more famous than you. Like, come on now. Come Eons on now. more famous. And Bella you are Ford doing, has not and, worked since 2012. No, and with anything, by doing... <laughs> but by doing this, you are only perpetuating the stigma behind sex work that you're claiming to be combating. Like, are you fucking kidding me? This is nonsense. This is bullshit. See, this is why we can't have children on the internet. Like, we let Gen Z go on for far too long. Like, they literally... Some of them are great... Some of them be doing some wild shit. We need to, there needs to be Amanda, a filtration you process. you were licking Gen Z's asshole last week. There needs to be a filtration process. There needs to be. <laughs> so we just need like to be able to filter Just them. like with us too, yeah. Yes. Millennial, listen, baby boomers, we don't need to filter them out because they're all the fucking same. <laughs> a boomer is a boomer regardless. The thing is, sometimes we see with millennials too, we're all, you know, trucking along, doing mm-hmm. our own thing. Then randomly, you see this random ass bitch from fucking high school talking about Trump 2020. Nah, bitch. You need to be filtered out. Get the fuck out of here. You don't deserve to have internet privileges. And Bella Thorne is one of those people who also needs to get her fucking cable cut. Because why the fuck is she even on? She's ruining the internet for other people. OnlyFans was a great innovation for people who do sex work and people who don't. There are people who are on OnlyFans who are literally posting pictures of their damn feet making making a buck. There are teachers yeah. on OnlyFans anonymously who are on OnlyFans paying for the damn school supplies and PPE through their fucking OnlyFans money. Yes, Jack, exactly. So why he said, the he fuck? Said, he said, let them work. <laughs> he said, oh, oh, I want to see some pussy. I hear you, Jack. I hear you. The thing is, also with all this, like, I, I, I will say, her directing a porn for Pornhub, I'm not going to lie. That, to me, is along the lines of this progressiveness that she's talking about. I'm like, yeah, totally. That makes total sense. And fun fact, I think that literally went on, I saw where that literally won, like, a second place award or something like that. They're, like, annual like Pornhub Awards and stuff. So that is real. So that's real. Yeah, so that's real. She did. She, did. she directed it. Yeah. And that to me, I'm like, You can't okay, trust like, her though because she'd be lying about other shit. So I'm like, did she do it or true. did she not? I don't but know. But she did do this. And that's where I go, okay, great. Like that to me is along the lines of what you're saying you're going to do. Going on OnlyFans and treating it as if it's some, because to me, this just reeks of like a bet or something. So like, I wonder how much money, like I bet you I can make this much money if I go on OnlyFans as Bella Thorne and do this thing. It does not have any 
notion of seriousness to it. And it, I absolutely do not buy the reasoning behind it being, I'm trying to, you know, put a, a, a what you say, a, 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 a mainstream face to, you know, normalize sex work. I'm like, no, honey, that's not what you were doing because you're, what you're doing is scamming people. You are lying to people and taking millions of dollars from them and the careers of other people away. And they will no longer be able to work the way they've been doing the way that they've been working their ass off to make money because you wanted to pull a little stunt and don't try to cover it up. And OnlyFans office is on that. And I hope that they serve her ass some papers about that because that's bullshit. I 100% agree. And let's be clear. Um, I think sex work is a legitimate line of work. I think that Very much as so. long as there is a demand, then there are people who need to be feeling, filling that demand. I think there's something um, to be said about people who uh, have ownership over their sexuality and so much so that they're able to turn lucrative profit from said ownership. That's yes. great. I think there's a problem with people who are honestly benefiting from the systems that are derogatory and negative to sex workers and pretending that they're not like that's some bullshit yeah it's full exploitation and like as far as OnlyFans goes like it does have like the stereotype of like oh it's where people go on there i mean i was making the joke earlier like oh people go on there and post their dick pics and like well yeah that's true at the same time though like there are plenty of accounts in OnlyFans that don't post full nudity and it's it it's not just a sexual site like there's there's plenty of things out there the problem though is marketing and being true to your marketing if all of this could have been avoided and changed had she been honest and like not said these are no clothes nude pics like that right there is where the problem comes in and i'm like that is where you are knowingly leading people down a false road and you are intentionally lying to them for profit and you got and then it leads me to it leads me to the why. Like, this is giving me very much... Uh, I think it was one of the Pauls, either Logan Paul or Jake Paul. I don't know the difference between them. Apparently, they're YouTube they're stars. They're the same. Okay. Well, I mean, they might as well be. They're both the, problematic. When all, Right. When all of the um, riots were happening in response to George Floyd, Floyd's unmentionable death, when all of that happened... I think it was one of the Pauls. They were in a mall in LA and they were looting for fun and they were recording it thinking that it was funny. And it's like, this is the type of young person that I don't have respect for because it's like, you're doing all of this shit for clout for your own personal gain to be able to say like, see, look, I did it. I, I did it because I could. And that's just really fucked up to me. I don't think that that's okay for you to be detracting from an overall movement of people or even not even a movement, just a group of people just so that you can say that you could like, what is wrong with you? I feel like there needs to be larger social repercussions for people like that. Whenever you're influencing, which I, I get that a lot of influencing has to do with comedy and making light of things and being funny. Whenever your quote unquote comedy starts to be at the expense of other people and you start to fuck with their lives and their careers and their cultures and like they're at, at that point, I got, you no, like that is where the line is drawn and you just become a like you're just a bad person at that point. Like you are exploiting people for your own benefit. And that's exactly what she's doing here. And it's sickening. What I really have to say is nobody needed you for OnlyFans. People were making money. They were doing just fine. You didn't need to bring any publicity to the website. None. You inserted yourself into that situation. And fuck You know up. who brought more publicity to OnlyFans? Beyonce on the Savage Remix. Ooh, that's how you yes. On my demon time, she might start her OnlyFans. There you the, go. The, no, like truly though, the money for OnlyFans skyrocketed after that song. That's how you bring awareness. No one said you had to, it's like method acting. That's exactly what that bitch did, which is why it didn't work. Who said that you had to get on OnlyFans to know what it was like to start sex work? 
Very true. That's a very good question. I have no idea. Bitch, but if yeah. you don't do some Udahagen and get it over with, this is what. <laughs> not Udahagen. Do some Udahagen. Not Girl, fan you yourself until you feel hot. Fan yourself because we already have OnlyFans. Thank you. We do not need you. Not, not start stumbling so you feel drunk. Yes. Uda she Hagen did not have to hop in. That's right. This is acting, not doing. Like Uta Hagen is rolling in her grave right now. She said, who in the fuck let these people into the profession of acting? Who the hell taught like, that girl? Uta is my girl because she literally used to take no fucking prisoners and she used to straight up be like, you are not an actor. Next. Like, sorry. I refuse to coach you. You are not an actor. And I just feel like, what's her face? What's her name? Belly Throm, whatever her name is. She would be in that category. Bella Thorne? Yeah, that's it. Bella Thorne. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I thought she was joking. She was. I did, too. I really thought that was a joke. I was like, that's a good one. Yeah. Wow. Bella Thorne, yeah. That's her. Anywho, we've talked about this basic ass bitch for too long. Like, this is how I feel, too, when I talk about Taylor Swift. I'm like... In what world do I talk? Give this lady this much of my damn breath. It's truly a tragedy. A snake um, is a snake. A snake is a snake. Can't wait to see the lawsuit, bitch. I'll be front row and center eating that shit all the way the fuck up, watching her get fucking sued by OnlyFans and getting her ass beat probably by people who are on OnlyFans <laughs> whose fucking bills can't get paid now. What the fuck? I'm about to In record the of a pandemic. your ass on OnlyFans. How about that? I'm about to get Talk about how cash. OnlyFans was like the one job that you would have thought wouldn't have been affected by this and people not getting furloughed off OnlyFans and Bella, Bella Thorne just furloughed the whole goddamn site. Yep. Catch yeah. these OnlyFans. That's exactly what's about. <laughs> Not catch oh, these OnlyFans. Oh my god! <laughs> That's the title, Siri. You did it. Good job, baby. Hashtag catch these Hell only hands. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's the one. Um, I did want to before we end the episode. Um, last night, my girl Brandy and Monica had a versus battle on Instagram, and I just have to say, Brandy. I just feel like we do not, we don't give her enough credit. Like when I tell you, I forgot even how some of the hits that Brandy has, like she's going through her fucking Uh catalog of songs. And I'm like, she played, have you ever? And literally a little angelic tear rolled down my eye because (laughs) damn, Brandy literally was like that fucking bitch in the nineties and new millennium. She was also Black Cinderella, what the fuck? With Whitney Houston, I feel like we do not give her the credit that she did. Moesha? I you know what Moesha it is? Every it's Ray J. Bed. It's Ray J. Ray You're J. Right. It is Ray J. He has ruined the reputation for the Norwood family. <laughs> Why is he acting that way? Anyway, sorry. Didn't and also because she actually, she was involved in a vehicular homicide case where she killed two people, which I feel like that oh does God. put a damper on things. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does. Yeah. Sorry to bring that, that up. That definitely does. But she has such an extensive catalog of songs that I'm like, oh my God. I I just, some people try to say Monica won. There was truly no way. Mm, I think just Brandy had more to say. Brandy was so complimentary and so was Monica, but Brandy had some poems. I think that's people just wanted her to get to the music, but that's not they were what they were here for. They were also there to squash some beef, right? That's true. And I think people were also dragging, you know how black people are. They're going to come for your appearance regardless. Like it's something that we just simply cannot seem to get past as a people. And people kept calling her damn Whoopi Goldberg stepdaughter and shit because of what she was wearing. And I feel like that's what ta- that dampened their opinion of her performance but i'm like she someone also said on twitter someone was like monica makes music for people who are up at 7 a.m trying to fight people on facebook live and i'm like oh i kind of agree that's that's true that's true brandy brandy's for classy (laughs) bitches monica is for bitches who fight like period they called brandy the awkward black girl and monica the cool black girl See, I'm going to have to disagree. Although, whenever I would sing Boy Is Mine in my bedroom, trying to act that shit out, I was always Monica. So maybe in my the back of my mind, I thought she was the cool one. I don't know. And Monica's been through some stuff. Like, 
she's been for but so real. Brandy they, they really have. Yeah. They one of those things being um Brandy one time actually came out for a concert to an empty stadium because, <laughs> <laughs> because the promoters the promoters like fucked the days up or something. Was so she, she was there like what? No, she was there like allegedly. Yes, it was in South Africa. Allegedly she was there like oh one God. day early. Like the promoters promoted it a day late. I don't know. That's what they're claiming happened. But she came out fully dressed, makeup on and shit, and nobody oh, was checking no. there. I, know, I forgot I know, I know. how much I loved hearing on the track, New Monica. <laughs> I forgot. Ryan. I mean, Monica has some hits, don't get me wrong, but she's just not Brandy, like a staple for the culture. Like, I'm sorry, there's just no contest at all. I loved how Monica said, she was like, you know, I really respect you because in addition to being a singer, you were doing your acting stuff at the same time. Then you had a kid, you had so much going on and you were able to keep it together. And she said that no one could match her tone. Like Brandy's tone is incomparable and i was like i'm glad she said that good for her yeah it was overall a very fun night there were some moments of shade um that lasted just a fleeting fleeting shade the poems or when monica was like yeah you know because we're like we're like a group and brandy said we're not a group i said hold on (laughs) (laughs) yes it was spicy and i liked it but overall a really great show of sisterhood and love and just goes to show how much fucking talent there was in the 90s and new millennium like where are those people at where is normani i bring this up i feel like once a week normani could save us all where the fuck is she I know, she's she an really icon could. you know janae Iko, she's up there janae Iko, she produces some fucking hits she's giving me brandy she's giving me monica she gives me the vocals she gives me the harmonies like she really can sing when these other bitches can't for real you know what i mean mm-hmm. but she does a yeah. lot of the independent work like that's the thing that i also love about janae Iko. like she's you can tell she's not trying to make hits like she is making albums and she's making music for herself and her following. And like, I got to respect that. Like, I did yeah, not know I that there are some bops. had been around for as long as she's been around. She's been around since she was like 12. And she has the daughter of Omarion's brother. I did not know all of that. Oh, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true. She was singing background vocals for tons of like groups and artists that we've known for years when she was like a kid she was like in middle school singing background vocals which background vocals are very hard if you can sing background like does that make her a 90s star harmonies no it doesn't because she was in the background in the 90s i'm sorry i can't we can't give that to her because she's not she's not brandy she was singing backup vocals for brandy you know that's not quite the same Fun. She also went on. Um, she went on tour. One of my friends went. The first time that I got introduced her was through a friend of mine who went and saw Drake on tour, and he was touring with Miguel was his main opener. But Janaeco was also there, and he had taken her along as well. And that's where like a lot of people started to pick up on her. My friend included, and she I like reached out to me, and she was like, "Yo, check out Janae." Yeah. Drake just I had to I had to bring it up because you know two queens on doing a versus battle and it was true some of those damn versus battles I'm sorry unpopular opinion my ass be fucking bored and I don't give a fuck it's boring but this one was actually very good so I just thought I would throw that out there because I know Twitter was a buzz talking about Monica and Brandy and who won it all so I thoroughly enjoyed it and I've been listening to Brandy on overdrive ever since that shit happened Brandy put it down put it down have you ever i'm sorry she literally sounds like a baby angel in that song that's why they call her the vocal bible because brandy was giving us such pure tone she was like fucking 14 and 15 years old giving us the best vocals that we've ever heard it's wild yep all right well that's enough for me that's all i had to say but real quick no, this is this is like going off topic, but just real quick, I want to mention it because we did bring it up a couple of weeks ago, and just to kind of end on, I know I had said last time I was like, we'll see how it goes. Um, I did last night go to see an advanced screening of Tenet, and I just want to give a shout out. Listen, AMC Phipps here in Atlanta, I when I tell you I was shocked because like I'm still planning on doing like a ten day incubation just because I went, but every 
there was so much enforcement of policy. Everybody was forced to social distance. There were hand wipes every single place you looked. There was hand sanitizer everywhere. They wiped down every seat in between showings. And when I tell you every person in my theater, which is only at 30% capacity, was wearing a mask, not only at the beginning, throughout the entire movie, pulling it down to the side to take a bite of popcorn and popping that bitch back, I was shocked. Me too. That is great and I'm proud. to hear. That, and I'm so proud of it. And honestly, I, I literally went, this is so encouraging to see. Like, because I really thought I was like, damn, we're going to go here and it's just going to piss me off all over again. And it didn't. I was like, oh my God. Like, for one, <laughs> Tenet's a great, like, welcome back to the movies. But at the same time, like, that alone, I was like, that's the way to do it. And I'm honestly really impressed. I can't speak for every AMC because I don't know. But that one, Bibbs Plaza, they've got it on lock. That's because that's the rich people's movie theater. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> I was are, you know I'm continuing to see things as they come out at Phipps Plaza because I know that they're actually taking it seriously. I only saw things at Phipps Plaza before that because I want yep. to be with the rich people, period. And I used to get a child <laughs> ticket at the kiosk, but so what? I was still there. <laughs> Okay, enough with my foolishness. We're done with the episode. It's over. Um, you have just two more weeks after this episode to hear us this season. But don't worry. You can go back, re-listen to old episodes. Just, you know, get that warm, fuzzy feeling again. If you haven't already, tell three friends about Say La Tea Podcast because you know we are always delivering that top-notch entertainment week after week and we just deserve the love. And also, if you can find it in Within the kindness of your heart, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts. We are looking dusty, crusty, and disgusty right now. And we really need to be looking bright, shiny, and new. So can you please write us a review? I feel like I'd be saying this and no one does it. Like that means don't just click five stars. You need to actually write something. Please. I'll write it Listen, for you. When you, you got a bag, you got a bag. Your <laughs> yeah, like I'll write it if you want. Just post it from your damn account so it doesn't look like me. Uh, all right. That's all I have to say about that. So, <laughs> are we done? <laughs> Who's going to count us out? Shane, take it away, baby. All right, let's try it. All right, ready? Three, two, one. We out. We out. I think that was actually good. That was a pretty good one. I think that was, good one. I think that was it.